a little bit of the bubbly. Give me a hell yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. We are back, and we are back for one reason, and that reason, today is March 5th, March 5th, today is April 5th, this weekend, April 10th and April 11th, WrestleMania 37. Joining me today, the big homie, Mark Sanger. And as always, the modern-day Klimaraja, the advocator, Chris Klim. It's WrestleMania week. I, I, look, I mean, we were talking – I remember we talk in our group chats, like, amongst ourselves. We always keep saying, you know, like, we're not excited. We weren't excited for this WrestleMania. But I'm, it's WrestleMania week, obviously. We got Stand and Deliver in a couple of days. Uh, less, than six, less than seven days away, we got WrestleMania. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. We have fans, too. Absolutely huge. Um, I mean, I think there's, I think the card is a little bit to be desired. We'll get to it, but uh, I'm definitely excited. I haven't been breaking down the doors, being, oh my god, WrestleMania, it's coming. I am underwhelmed with the card a little bit, but that being said, I woke up today, knew we were going to be talking about WrestleMania, and it's it's a whole different it's a whole different dynamic now that I know WrestleMania is here. It's a big deal. Um, also, let's pour one out. Rest in peace officially today to the WWE Network. It is officially only on Peacock, which I do have now. Um, I, I got it. When I first heard that they were going to Peacock, I was like, well, I got to get I got to get on the, the cock. I got to get on it. That's what everyone's calling it now. Uh, I don't believe you. Um, I waited until I knew all right, the network isn't going to be there anymore. Now I'll get it. Everyone was kind of making it seem like they were having some serious struggles too during Fastlane. I didn't, I watched it on the network still. It was still on there. Everyone was like tweeting about the problems they were having and stuff. So hopefully it's all fixed for Sunday. Yeah. I had no interest in getting it early. The network I did get day one. I was in 10th grade. It was 2014, February. And all day I was trying to get on when I was sitting in class, couldn't do it. I finally got home. It was working. And I'll never forget it. The first thing I watched, super peculiar. I went to Unforgiven 2008 and I watched the three championship scramble matches. Shout out Mike Adamley. Anyway, WrestleMania only on Peacock. NXT TakeOver stands and deliver night one on the USA Network. Night two on Peacock. We'll start with NXT officially ending the quote-unquote Wednesday Night Wars. NXT will be moving to Tuesday starting next week. I'm the happiest guy in town. Thank goodness that they're splitting this up. It's better for everybody. It's better for my sleep schedule. I don't need to cram four or five hours of wrestling in on Wednesday night. I can watch NXT live. I can watch AEW live. It, it could not have come sooner. Did they win the Wednesday Night Wars at AEW, technically? Well, by default. Uh, by, by default, yeah. <laughs> because it's, it wasn't, if it was up to WWE, they'd keep it on Wednesdays. But NBC Universal is like, hey, we need USA Network for hockey because all the schedules are obviously weird because of COVID pushing things back last year. They were like, we need Wednesday Night Hockey. 
here's your slot on Tuesday. I feel like it probably wasn't much of a discussion. It said, hey, you guys are going to need to move. I'm surprised that Vince let it happen, though. I'm surprised he didn't make a whole fuss, like, just so he didn't look like the weaker of the two. But, I mean, it doesn't really matter, ultimately. I'm sure you're happy. Like, there were a handful of times where I was like, Matt, did you see this? And you're like, no, I'm on AEW right now. I like, never watched AEW. So, yeah, like, all right. But, like, it's good that, uh, at least for you guys who watch both, that uh, you can. Yeah, like, because I always, like, I'll get home from work on Wednesday nights and I'll DVR everything. And I'll usually manage to get through at least one show. And then I'm like, fall, I fall asleep during the second one. I can't watch it all in that same night. For a while, I was, ha- I would have one on the, on the TV, one on my computer. And I would watch them both live. But I, I would miss stuff. And then I would end up going back anyway. I DVR them both. And then once AEW just started getting white hot, maybe around like, this past October, November, around full gear, I finally, I was like, I got to watch AEW first. It's too good. And then I'd watch NXT the next night, the next morning, whatever it was. NXT is moving to Tuesdays. Speaking of AEW, how good they've been, Chris Jericho will be the next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin live on Peacock's WWE Network. I mean, you want to talk about things you were not expecting in 2020. Take your forbidden door and shove it. Basically. It's his theme theme song, Break Down the Walls. (laughs) He literally was. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, especially, like, uh, because we were, again, talking about this, and this can't be a WWE thing, right? Like, Broken Skulls, this, this is a Peacock thing. originally you know on paper i figured out peacock was like hey we want this guy yeah but the i what i had read and who knows how true um how true things are i read that after the undertaker one that stone cold did jericho shot him a text and was like hey that was really good great job and then he's like oh i'd love to have you on the show and then stone cold texted vince and was like hey i'm thinking of having jericho on what do you think he was like yeah sounds good and then he said like and me and Vince don't text a lot, so I texted him again. I just want to make sure you realize what I just said. I want Chris Jericho to be on the Broken Skull Sessions. He's like, yep, do it. Something else that I read off of that was... I 100% Chris, believe it. Jericho's AEW contract is up in a year, and apparently Vince wants him back. So he's trying to, like, soften the blow right now. Well, I believe that. Okay, was there any bad blood when Jericho left for New Japan between him and Vince at all? Or The only thing that did happen, because Jericho's had nothing but good things to say about Mr. McMahon. Mm-hmm. The only thing that did happen was, so the la- his last appearance in WWE, it was at the first Saudi show. He was in the Greatest Royal Rumble. And that he flew across the ring, uh, flew, flew across the world to come in at number 50 and wrestle for three minutes. And then in the summer, he had won the IWGP Intercontinental Championship in New Japan. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Seth Rollins was the WWE Intercontinental Champion. And he pitched to Vince at SummerSlam, Seth Rollins versus Chris Jericho, Intercontinental Champ versus Intercontinental Champ. And he was like, yeah, I'll get back to you. And then heard nothing. And Vince kind of just big league them. Other than that, like I said, just what I've heard in interviews and stuff, Jericho has nothing but good things to say about Vince. I'm sure the door is obviously always going to be open. I can't see him leaving and going back to WWE anytime soon, but who knows? 
I'm excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be good because you don't know what's gonna go down. You know, you know, like obviously like AEW is like forbidden in WWE speak. So it's like it's kayfabe to them or whatever. And you know, the you don't know if Jericho's gonna be, you know, talking AEW stuff, if you don't know if he's gonna be talking his time with WWE, his time in New Japan. It'll be definitely very interesting to see like worlds collide, basically. I think nothing's gonna be uh Nothing's gonna be off the table. I think everything goes. I think it's gonna be super open. They they got him on. Like it's like you can't have him on and then like kind of filter what they say. Like they're just gonna say what they want to say. Agreed. Um. So that's first time I can say. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to the Broken Skull sessions. I will be watching it soon after it airs. Um. We'll move on before we get to WrestleMania. Let's break down take over, stand and deliver two nights. Wednesday on the USA Network. Thursday on. Peacock. So this is the last Wednesday night where NXT and AEW will both be running. Five matches both nights. Night number one is, and I don't know if we want to do predictions or just kind of run through, talk about how we feel. Uh, night number one, Pete Dunn versus Kushida. They were both in the Battle Royal last week. They eliminated each other. I figured they were two favorites. Uh, they're going to have probably a one-off match, super technical. That'll be fun. It'll definitely be a good match between uh, Pete Dunne and Kushida. I mean, we've they, they, this happened at uh, – this has been going on, like this feud between them has been going on for the past couple weeks. So it'll be – Like a week or two, yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Both very good wrestlers. Both very good technical wrestlers, too. I'll take Pete Dunne. I like Pete Dunne winning this match. I'm going to take Pete Dunne, too. I think he obviously is coming off a loss against Balor at the last takeover. He's pinned him, actually, in between then. But um, he's the type of guy who is going to be in the NXT. As long as he's in NXT, he's going to be in the title picture. Um, He could use the win. Clem, who do you got? I'm going to go Kushida just because he needs the win. Like, I feel like if he loses, he'll be, like, buried even more than what he already was. You know, he kind of got some life back into him these past couple – the past month or two. But, like, you know, if he loses, it's kind of like, what else is he going to do, you know? I, would, I wouldn't say he was buried, but he definitely needs a win. He lost to Gargano at last takeover. He could use a big one. Yeah, he, I feel like he could use a win here. Uh, I'm going to go Kushida. All right, next match. Uh, so, Danny Burch – uh, separated his shoulder a couple weeks ago. Him and Oni Larkin relinquished the NXT tag titles. So a triple threat tag match for the NXT titles. MSK versus the Grizzled Young Vets versus Legato Del Fantasma. It seemed like MSK was primed for the title run after they won the uh, the Dusty Cup. I'm going to go with the Grizzled Young Vets. I'm going to go MSK just because they did win the Dusty Cup and they, they're white hot right now. They, everyone likes what the MSK has been doing. And I think they're, they're very good in the ring as well. So give me MSK for the win. I'm going to take MSK too. I have not heard the other two teams. So I'm going to go with MSK. Uh, we'll move on. So the third match is the Gauntlet Eliminator stemming from the Battle Royal. The winner of the gauntlet match will face Johnny Gargano on night number two competitors, Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve, Scott Bronson, Reed, Cameron Grimes, LA Knight, and Dexter Loomis. Uh, the whole story is Gargano and Dexter Loomis. I guess that's who's going to win. Um, of the 12 guys who were in the gauntlet mat in the battle Royal, 
I'd say he was probably like my 10th favorite to win. There were a lot of guys who I'd rather see Gargano wrestle. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it's going to be Dexter Loomis. If they put the title on him, it seems like, I feel like that'd be the way to go, but I don't know how much they could do with him. I feel like they could do a lot with Dexter Loomis. Like he could be like that new, like creepy, weird character, like the scary guy, obviously the scary guy. Cause literally he stood in the corner for 90% of that, that match and no one touched him until it was the final uh, three guys. So I feel like he could be like that new, like Aleister Black, not on the same level as Aleister Black, obviously. Hold but, on. You're the problem here. Um, problem. Aleister Black wasn't a scary guy. He was just, you know, well, I'm a talking guy about with a lot of tattoos who was really good in the ring. But he goes to the main roster and they try to depict him as this scary guy. No, he was moody. He was moody. That, exactly. He was moody. And, that, and you know, I'm not going to say it's the full reason, but that's definitely part of the reason he's not on television. Um, so thanks, Clem. You're the problem. I've actually, I don't watch a ton of NXT like you guys know, but I've loved everything about Gargano and Dexter Loomis with like the way stuff and all the, all the scenes, all the skits back with, uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name? That was Austin Theory. Seth? Austin Theory. Like I, that stuff's been amazing. Like I, I like him. I think he's cool. I think he's funny. I think, I don't know how great he is in the ring. I've never really seen him work. I feel like, but like outside of the ring, he's fine. The Gargano stuff and the way has been so good. Gargano after you know an all-time babyface run in NXT to turn heel and do this stuff it's unexpected but he's knocking it out of the park I think and I'm and like obviously it's a match they're building up to it's a match I'm excited for if that's the way they go but I'd like to see Gargano win it I wouldn't hate if he won it because I love Gargano love Johnny Wrestling Johnny Takeover and but I feel like I need a I need a fresh face with the title and Dexter Loomis is that guy and you know I've been a di- big Dexter Loomis guy since he debuted on NXT so I would love for Dexter Loomis to have that title. I don't disagree that it'd be nice for a fresh face with the title. For me, he's just not the guy. Um, with those the twelve guys that were in there, um, I really like LA Knight, formerly known as Eli Drake. Um, I don't think they'd go that way though with two heels. Um, if it was a babyface champion, that's one thing. Maybe they'd go with a Eli Drake, uh, LA Knight, whatever his name is now. Um, obviously, I said Kushida and Pete Dunne I thought would be in there. They're not in there. I can't see Leon Ruff. I can't see Swerve. Um, and then the other one, oh, Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes. Cameron who, Grimes. The hillbilly and dollar man. It's it's appointment television whenever he's on, whenever he's on screen. He's the I, man. I, I, I hate him in the ring, but he's so good on the mic and everything he's been doing. It's been so good. Like, give me more Cameron Grimes, but give me less at the same time. If that makes Cameron Grimes to the moon. Uh, but yeah, so we all think it'll be Loomis, right? Yeah. Yeah, take it, Loomis. All right, let's move on. This is arguably the match I'm most excited for all week. United Kingdom Championship. Walter defends against Tommaso Ciampa. They're just going to beat the crap out of each other. And I cannot wait. You know, we're going to – I feel like this is going to be a match we're going to be like, hey, like five years from now, be like, hey, remember when Walter fought Champa at uh, Stand and Deliver? It's going to be like one of those matches. And I'll be able to say yes because it was out of control. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking amazing match. Today, actually, April 5th. I was going to say today, April 5th, is two years to the date that he beat Pete Dunne for the title. Are we surprised with how old 
Tommaso Ciampa looks like he has a, a shave, a dye, like something like it's because of the hair, right? It's the hair. That's what when it is. When he was bald with the beard, it was yeah. fine. But now he's got something on, going on the top of his head. It's he looks so much older. You got to, you got to go bald for a takeover. You would imagine, right? You can't be looking at like homeless coming into a takeover. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Um, Champ is one of my favorite guys in the company. However, I I think it'll be Walter. Um, as long as the title reign obviously has been, I think it, he needs to drop it to somebody within the NXT UK brand. That I was gonna say that, but I feel like it would it would be like fresh if Champa had it on you know like at least like give you like some familiarity to like some names over there in the UK because I mean. I don't watch much UK only when really the takeovers come over. And the only guys like I know of are like Joe coffee, Walter, uh, the Imperium, obviously. And so, like a couple other guys, but that's really mustache it. Mountain. Yeah. Mustache mountain. So, I mean like maybe like a guy like Trent seven, I wouldn't hate if like Trent seven had it or anything or something like that. Or if Devlin wanted to get it somehow, I don't, I don't know how that would happen, but. What's going on? You made uh, now that I have I have the uh, the twins and the tigers on in the background, and whoever's playing left for Minnesota just made a diving catch. Now he's hurt. I saw that fifteen to one though. So a nice grab. Yeah, I I put it on in the background. Um, Everyone watching baseball, but me right now. <laughs> anyway, so I have Walter Clem. You said you'd like to see it be Champa. Uh, I wouldn't be disappointed. Mark, who do you got? Yeah, I got Walter too. I feel this is his first like real kind of like mainstream test. I know he was like around a little bit. He did like a little thing with Seth in one of the buildups, like when NXT was like coming up and he was in like the, the big match. But this feels like a match he has to win. Yeah, they were uh, a year ago. They were going to get the the Walter Finn Balor match. COVID hit. They didn't do that takeover. Um, that's a match I'd still like to see. Since arriving at NXT, NXT UK, has he lost at all, Walter? No. He's been undefeated. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna be now then. Uh, I figured um, exactly. I think as many times as they've wrestled, I feel like the guy to beat him has to beat Yo Dragonov and uh in NXT UK. Well, I think he's I think they've he's he's beaten Ilya Dragonov twice, maybe. I but like good. He's probably the guy. Um main event of night one, NXT women's title, Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez. I've been saying it for weeks. Give me Raquel Gonzalez as NXT women's champion. A hundred percent agree. I Eel's title reign has been she, she ran through everyone. She literally has run through everyone. There's no one else for her to possibly beat in NXT and give Rick Wall the title. I'll take Io Shirai to retain. Um, she really impresses me. I think she's really good. She is. I, I think that um she's great. No, there's there's no doubt about it. I think the last couple months they've used her really weird. She's not on TV a lot. Um, I think that she drops the title to Raquel and she's one of three uh, people on the NXT roster competing at Stand and Deliver that will move over to Raw or SmackDown in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, tell us those other two later on. Uh, we'll get there. They haven't, we haven't talked about them yet. Uh, that's night one. Night two, first match is, uh, Women's tag titles, the NXT women's tag titles, uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice and Indy Blackheart. That's not her name. Uh, Indy Hartwell, Shotzi Blackheart. Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. The way 
Yo, Mark, fight him right now for disrespecting your girl's name like that. You know, Indy Hartwell is my girl, too. I apologize. You know, it, it took me a minute to figure out that you had the wrong name, but she's still my girl. When I said it, I was like, that doesn't sound right at all. Um, I don't love Shotzi Blackheart. I am 100% agreeing with you. I've never liked her. I think she's an acquired taste. She's a little crazy with the cannons. And I think her and Ember Moon work together. They're both kind of crazy. Ember Moon's like kind of nuts now. It's it's whatever. I, guess. I like Ember Moon a whole lot. I'm annoyed, though, that they got rid of her music from the main roster. It's a, It was like the best music in the company. So good. Um, I oh, guess they retain, I'm, right? No. No, give it to I, – I'm not a fan of this, like, put-together tag team of Indy and Ember. Like, Ember should Shotzi definitely... and Ember. You did it, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mark. But, no, give give the titles to Candice and Indy Hartwell. They, they're at least a legit tag team, unlike Shotzi and Ember. They are, like, a put-together tag team. Like, if you want to give these titles some credit, give it to a real women's tag team. I think it's a possibility that – Candice and Indy Hartwell win the titles and Johnny loses. Yeah. So the way still has some gold. Also, though, the titles have been around for what, three weeks? I was going to say that. This I would be the third champion. Too much. Have, have them retain, give them a real run with it. That, that's too I think much. That, to, I, that's how I feel. I think introducing that titles that have three champions in a month spans too much. I agree. Um, cruiserweight title, ladder match, unification, Jordan Devlin, Santos Escobar. I've been very, very excited. I'm glad that they kept the title on Escobar, who won the, t- champ- the, won the tournament for the then interim title. Um, I was hoping he would be the one who still has the title when Devlin's able to come back. Shawn Michaels making it a ladder match, reminiscent to the unification of the IC title at WrestleMania 10 with him and Razor Ramon. Super cool. I love Jordan Devlin. I like Escobar a lot too, but uh, I'd love to see Devlin be the UK, uh, be the cruiserweight champ. We've seen Escobar be the cruiserweight champ. Devlin didn't really get a, a big run. Uh, give me Jordan Devlin. This might be the match of the weekend. It, I think it has potential to like feel both nights. Like it's going to be a really, really good match. And Truthfully, I think there's a maybe four or five NXT matches you could say that about. Oh yeah, it's no, be the match of the weekend. But I'm 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 gonna agree with you, Matt. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Devlin uh, wins or retains, however you want to work. The Irish Ace unifies. Unifies, yes. Sure. Mark, who you got? I'm gonna take Devlin as well. I feel like Escobar's had the the good but dragged out heel run with the two cronies he's got. I think it's time to uh, give it to Jordan Devlin and make it one title. All right, so Jordan Jordan Devlin across the board. I uh, we talk. I was going to say, I wouldn't hate to see Escobar in the main title picture after this. Yeah. He's a, he's a guy who would like- be in the NXT title picture. And he's another guy who I could see going up to the main roster. Um, he wasn't one of the people I said before, one of the three guys. But I feel like they would, um, they would send him the way of the last couple guys who went up. And uh, to Clem's point, he already has the history with Karrion Cross, So that works. That's true. Escobar and Cross had that uh, had that street fight. Cross could potentially walk away with the NXT title. Um, Clem, I don't even think you meant to do that. 
No, I'm not, Matt. You know me better than that. I'm not smart enough for that. That's that's what I thought. Uh, we talked about Big credit. For it. Big credit. We uh we talked about Gargano, right? We all thought it'd be Loomis. Yes. Yeah. Loom. I I'd like to see Gargano hold on to the title, but I guess Loomis will walk away with the North American Championship. Like, I wouldn't hate Gargano winning at all, but I, I just fully think that it's going to be Loomis with the title. Actually, you know what I think is going to happen? Here's my pick. Loomis is going to win. Austin Theory gets involved. He chokes out Austin Theory because he totally hates Austin Theory. That's what we've seen. And while he's choking out Austin Theory, maybe, like, Gargano lays on him and pins him or something like that. Something funky to keep the title on Gargano, make Loomis look strong. And almost make Loomis look like he's above the title because he is that weird character. Right. Who, like, why would that guy need a championship belt, right? You would imagine Theory has to get some somehow involved in the match, whether no matter who John. One way or the other, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then night two, two matches left. Co-main events: the unsanctioned match, Cole, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Ooh. Uh. <sighs> Kyle has, to, Kyle has to win, right? I think Kyle wins, and then Adam Cole is that second person who we see on the main roster at some point soon. I also, I really hope so. Like I, there's a lot of guys. I feel like next year, I feel like we do this a lot, where we sit there and like we look at a storyline and be like, "That's got to be it for him, right?" Like he's done all he can down there. I feel like there's no bigger example than Adam Cole. I feel like it's been long overdue at this point. We're like, obviously, we've all loved what he's done with the Undisputed Era, but it's like, he got, like this guy could be world champion. He could be fighting Roman Reigns or Manny. Like, he's that stature. Like, he's got to, we got to bring him up. And I think that now that they're not head-to-head with AEW, NXT will loosen the reins a little bit and send guys to the main roster a little more frequently. I mean, we've seen guys go to the main roster, but not the top level main event guys on NXT. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole's done everything he can. I think you got to send him up. Kyle gets the big win. And what's next for Kyle is, I, I'm just going to segue it right in. I think Kyle O'Reilly has to be the guy to beat Finn Balor for the NXT title, Woo! which is why I'm going to take Finn Balor to beat Karrion Cross. And Karrion Cross is that third name who I think moves on to the two Raw or SmackDown. See, I'm going to say Cross wins the NXT title and Balor goes back up to the main roster. I like that a lot more. I, that's why I, I think I think it could happen also your way because I know they love Karrion Cross. I know they love him very much, but I feel like you know let him get some time in as the NXT champion and let Finn go back up since he already has main roster experience. For me, my opinion here, I think that once you get to Raw or SmackDown, because they talk very little about what happens on NXT, but they might say, oh, you know, he's a former NXT champion. But they won't say, you know, they won't talk about the reign. He just, it's, it's a notch on his belt. Karrion yeah. Cross already has that accolade. He could come up. They could say, oh, we ran through NXT, former champion, whatever it is. He doesn't need the run. Plus, they love him. They want to fast track him. And again, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly have two incredible have had two incredible matches. Finn's won them both. Kyle O'Reilly has got to be the one to beat Finn Balor. And then, how you guys said, Finn goes up. Then Finn could go back to Raw or SmackDown, but not until 
he puts over Kyle O'Reilly. That's how I feel. And then you have Kyle O'Reilly with Balor, Cross, and Adam Cole all gone, presumably. You then have Kyle O'Reilly who could feud with guys like Santos Escobar, Pete Dunne, Kushida, Roderick Strong, you could even do. Roddy versus Kyle, stuff like that. And the next, you have wave, the next new, wave of guys, yeah. And you have, yeah, you have the new era of NXT main eventers. I like that. I like, I like, I like, I'm not opposed to that at all. I think that would be fantastic if that would be, you know, like thing. Obviously, we have no, no idea, but I still think it's going to be carrying Cross. He's going to dominate on NXT for a while with, against, and Fowler goes, Fowler. Finn Balor goes up to the main roster. But to go back onto the Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, I feel like this is going to be as good as when we saw Gargano Champa in their street fight match. I think it's going to be on that kind of level, even, potentially even better than that. Well, they had three. Which one are you talking about? The street fight one. The they one... had the unsanctioned, then the street fight, then the last man standing. Whichever one, Gar- when like Champa he pulled up the mat and like that was the second one, and Champa won. That one, yes, I'm talking that one. Yeah, sure. I think they were all incredible. up there. Um, I'm kind of just breaking your balls. Um. I think that, and the one, one more thing to make my point, I think that if Cross did win the NXT title again, mm-hmm. he would have to dominate and hold on to it for a long time. They don't want to wait that long. They want this guy on Raw or SmackDown. You know what I mean? Right. Because so if he wins the NXT title, you can pretty much say, all right, well, he's holding on to it at least six months, right? Yeah. So I think I think it's sooner rather than later for Karrion Cross. Keep uh, keep Finn with the title. So in in total, you're the people you have going up to the roster are Io, Io Shirai, Adam Cole, Karrion Cross, all in defeat at Takeover, and then we see them not necessarily that week, at some point on Raw and or SmackDown. Right. Are we just are we just like committed to Gargano being NXT forever type of thing? I think so. You know what I think is going to happen? Well, actually, I kind of just made, made this up. But also, Gargano is one of those guys who I'm nervous about going up to the Raw or SmackDown. Because this is a guy who, yeah. to me, is very similar to Sami Zayn. I said to you guys in the group chat yesterday, because we were talking to Drew. Shout out, Drew. And they put the Sami Zayn-Nakamura match on Nakamura's debut on NXT. Uh, on YouTube, and I said that I'll say, I'll defend it to anybody who asks. Sami Zayn is the face of NXT. That's my opinion. And then he goes to the main roster, and for a long time, he did nothing. It wasn't his fault. He just did nothing. Gargano would be very similar, I feel. Um, also, Gargano's doing this stuff with Candice right now. But if that ends up breaking up, I like the same thing with Champa. The two of them should be on on raw like they should be working wrestlemania now when adam cole goes up to the main roster are they fast tracking him to a title match or you think, uh, like, you think if edge wins beats roman we get we get adam cole versus edge you know well, his first feud is a baron corbin that's he's the gatekeeper he gets he well first- it, it depends if he's a heel or a baby face if he's a baby face it would be against elias yeah, he'll get three months with one of them. Well, no, actually, hold on. That doesn't make sense. It could be against one or the other. If Because if he's a heel, I meant, it would have to be against 
Uh, Dolph Ziggler was a heel too. He doesn't. He used count. to be like Apollo. He used to be Apollo when he was like the bad thing. You know, he would feud. He would beat like Kofi or Xavier. That's the feud. Yeah, and then um, yeah, if he's a babyface, it's definitely Baron Corbin, or it's definitely it's Elias. It's one of those two. Corbin's gonna beat Adam Cole in week two. We're gonna be throwing our controllers around our rooms, and then ideally he gets out of there without his dignity and character destroyed, and he can fight with someone that matters. I think maybe six months of Adam Cole on the main roster. He's in the main event. So, like, by summer? You think by, like, SummerSlam, maybe? If he comes up right away, it could be. Right. Um, depends on where the championships are. It depends who they want him to feud with. Who knows? Uh, but that's NXT. That's TakeOver. We'll get into that's WrestleMania. Let's do the real show now. Well, that's insulting. Uh, we'll talk about WrestleMania right before we get there. Friday is a WrestleMania special SmackDown or something like that. The SmackDown tag titles are being defended in a fatal four-way. It's the Dirty Dogs, who are they not calling them that on TV anymore? I have no idea. I who haven't the, really been watching SmackDown, who, truthfully. Who are the Dirty Dogs? The Dirty the- Dogs are Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root. Out of here. That's their names. I think it's great, and I think they stopped calling them that. I think they were calling, or Michael Cole also might have just made a mistake. He called them the Top Dogs. Dude, that's um, just, that's I like the name, the Dirty Dogs. I think that's funny. Um, so Ziggler and Rude defending against the Street Profits, Otis and Chad Gable, who I'm enjoying, and Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I will, um, I will say Alpha Academy has grown on me. I still don't like it, but. I like it better than anything Otis has done in the last year. Well, I, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are, feel like that because they've been putting them like giving them nothing to do the past year except for being an idiot. Why are Why are Dolphin Rude the tag champions right now? Because like, they didn't really have anything to do, and the Street Profits had been the champions for almost a year. And so they, they said, "All right, let's give it to the Dirty Dogs." They can't build a tag division. It, it's not that they can't. They have no interest. It's lame. There's oh. no interest. Um, and then the other WrestleMania match happening on SmackDown is the Andre Battle Royal. Um, I think Mace and T-Bar are going to be the final two, and they're going to duke it out. You actually believe that? I, I could see it happening, but I don't really think that. Do they come out as Mace and T-Bar, or do they come out as Dio Madden? Oh, no. They'll be Mace and T-Bar forever. Don't you worry. <laughs> Um, I don't even care who wins. You know who should win this match? Cesaro. Cesaro, and now we're going to have a fight. Cesaro <laughs> has a huge match at WrestleMania, his first singles match, actually. He is. Seth Rollins. He is wasting Seth Rollins' WrestleMania match for that sure. That you and I fought about. <sighs> is this where you want to start? Let's, let's get right into it. Let's start right here. It is on night one. Um, so th- that shows how much we care about the Andre. Um, that we, I, I don't know who's in it. Mason T-Bar can win. It's on Friday, whatever. I mean, Shinsuke and Jey Uso are in it. Like one of them. I think Shinsuke Nakamura. Actually, that's true. I think Nakamura is going to win. I actually thought of that earlier when I looked at it. I think Ricochet's in it. There's a few like upper jobbers that could win. That's a reasonable thing to say. Uh, if Ali is in it, I think he could win too. Um all right, well, I guess we'll start with Cesaro and Rollins. That's the – I predicted the order. That's the fourth of six matches that I wrote down. Anyway, um, I think that Cesaro is finally going to get some sort of rub. He's going to beat Seth Rollins in a great match at Mania. This is one of the two 
matches I'm most interested in at WrestleMania. And Seth Rollins, you know, can afford a loss. It's not a big deal. They're bringing him back slow. And Cesaro goes on to, I'm not saying he's going to win the championship, but, you know, if he's a fringe main eventer for a little bit, he deserves it. He's one of the best guys in the ring. We obviously know that. But, and it looks like now is the closest they've been, it looks like, to giving him some sort of push since he won the Andre seven years ago. I, I, I like it. I like the, the Savazara push they can they do. And like you mentioned, Matt, like Seth Rollins can definitely take a bump here. He can take a loss. He doesn't need a win over Cesaro to put to prove anything, you know. He's, he's Seth freaking Rollins. That's not the point for me. Like obviously Seth could lose. Like Seth should be doing something much bigger than a singles match with Cesaro at WrestleMania. That's my point. Where it's well, like Well, not that I don't disagree with you, but the issue for Seth Rollins is he took the time away, which was good. He came back. I, you know, I was the most excited I've been for Seth Rollins in a long time. But the this part, the dance partners were kind, kind of filled already. They kind of had an idea of what was going to happen at WrestleMania. They weren't going to put him with Roman, say, because well, he's got the thing with Edge. And Daniel Bryan is kind of climbing his way back up. You're not going to put him on Raw because Drew McIntyre's got his whole thing. The Hurt Business, pour one out for them. So when you pick and choose everybody else for Mania, it's like, all right, who's left for Seth Rollins? It, the timing didn't work out for him to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Plus, they probably, like, when he, when Becky had the baby, they, they probably honestly didn't have a reasonable timetable for when Seth was going to be back, you know? Seth could be like, I'm taking four months off. I'm not even going to be at WrestleMania if he really wanted to. Like, I don't have the right answer. I'm not sitting here being like, this is what they should have done, but it's their job to come up with something more compelling and interesting than this. I think I am, I'm very compelled. I, I agree with Matt. I think when you watch this match, you're going to be like, wow, this is going to be a real It's going to be. This is another could be yeah, the best match yeah, of the week. There's amazing. There's, there's nine matches like this. They're going to be, wow, that's going to be a great. It's, it's like there's only so many singles matches that are going to be great in-ring like works that I, that I can care about. Like it's just, On the same night, on the same two nights. I, I get that. Nine singles matches where it's Seth Rollins. The story is don't swing me. That's disrespectful. I'm better than it's like It's the dumbest thing ever. They had a legitimate story. And, and then, then they switched and, it to don't, don't they went it. With, yeah. yeah. The, the legitimate story to tell was that they're actually best friends. They traveled together for years. They were, you know, um, they were travel partners. And then when Seth came out and cut his thing and everybody walked out on him, Cesaro was the only one who stayed. And he was like, nah, man, you're that's it's not cool and then he attacks Cesaro then it's like all right you have something these are real best friends you pull back the curtain a little back a little bit and then it also the oh you swung the 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 Rollins character we're getting right now isn't the messiah it's kind of I don't know how to describe it it's kind of like a combination of like it's almost like and like the way he's been tweeting it's almost like He's very self-aware and he, I'm trying to describe it. And like, he's saying this, the, you know, he's tweeting, he's saying whatever that like the company would want you to think, you know what I mean? Like he posted a video the other day, it was the anniversary of WrestleMania 31. He's like, oh, I miss Brock. He's so great. 
like he's he's almost like the company shill at this point is his character which i think is funny i think i really match will be a banger and i have cesaro and here's the thing i also have cesaro but here's the thing too with even seth rollins like like we mentioned, he doesn't need a win here, you know, like because we even saw it last year. Like he got destroyed by Kevin Owens, and what was and then the next the next pay per view he was competing for the tag uh, the uh, the world cha- the championship. Very yeah. good point, Clem. Exactly. Cesaro is de- definitely going to win. I'm not arguing that. Like he's definitely going to win this match. I just hate that it's a thing. And also the other thing I told you the other day, Mark, I think that this is also something you can put Seth Rollins in to keep him away from Roman Reigns because yeah. it's got to be where you want to build to, but you can't do it right away. They're obviously on the same show. It's not easy to keep them away from each other that I think they should do it as long as they can. I would have That's, rather honestly, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins could be next year's WrestleMania main event. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's probably one of the plans if they don't get rocked, but if that, or like we could, we're still, expecting you know we'll talk, again talking dream matches we could see edge versus rollins at SummerSlam this year like it's everything's on the table after right. rollins. all right let's move on that's the first match at night one the way i ordered it so the rumor was that there isn't going to be a pre-show on the first night at least because they want the first entrance at wrestlemania it's the first entrance in a year with fans they want it to be a big deal And when I heard that, I thought to myself, all right, I bet the first match is the Raw Tag Titles and the New Day are the first entrance. Kofi and Xavier will come out, they'll do their shtick, they'll pump everybody up, it'll work. The more I've thought about it and the more I've looked at the card, I think Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair are going to main event night one. I think Drew McIntyre is getting that. I think Drew McIntyre is going to get the first entrance. I think based on his year, he got shafted from having the moment in front of the crowd at WrestleMania. I think he's going to lose to Bobby Lashley. But I think Drew McIntyre comes out in all the Scottish garb with the sword and he kicks off WrestleMania. That's the first music you hear is Drew McIntyre. I think that'd be a really nice little like ode to him. Like, a, hey, thanks for carrying the company during the pandemic for a year. Like, we're going to give you the first nod with the fans that you deserve. I'm fine with that. I could see it. I can see it happening, but I, I feel like, you know, if, how do I say this? If, here we go. If they are made in vetting, I can bet you Bobby Lashley would, is going to lose that title. How about that? If it's the main event. If it's the main event, Bobby loses the title because then it's like, okay, you won the main event of night one WrestleMania. The with, drama bomb. With the fans here, you know, like, and then maybe Bobby Lashley wins it back in a month or two. I don't know. But but if they do lead it off, like I, I, it's very possible that they do. I think Bobby wins. You, they need to be all in on Bobby Lashley. I 100% agree with you. But I mean, like the fact that they broke up the the hurt business, RIP. I'm kind of less confident that he is going to retain. All four of them in the hurt business were adamant about not wanting to do it, and obviously, um, MVP and Bobby Lashley. The word is they spoke with Vince for a while pitching. This is not the way to go. We need to keep the group. Didn't happen. And now yeah, tonight on tonight, today's Monday, tonight on Monday, I think they're having another match last week. Lashley wrestled uh, Shelton Benjamin. I think this week he's wrestling Cedric. Yeah, you, saw, you saw Shelton's tweet. He said, I'm not, I'm very upset, but I'm not surprised. I've done this enough. Like he, he knows the deal. 
Um, and I also read that like morale was apparently like really low. Like people were, like really like upset. Like a lot of people backstage was a decision. In because, general on Raw, not just the Hurt Business. Because of the Hurt Business decision, right. a lot of people were upset. And I mean, like, yeah, I mean, but here's the devil's advocate. We're not supposed to like heel stables. Like we like them. They're really cool. And like, that's kind of on the flip side. Like they're not, we're not supposed to like this cool heel group. You know what I mean? But I think it was the wrong decision as well. I'm just trying to look at it as like a, from his perspective type of thing. But say, say that is the case. Just because they get rid of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander arguably the lesser not arguably it's true the lesser half of the group doesn't mean we're gonna like bobby lashley and mvp any less you know that's the backbone of the group we like them because of mvp on the mic because of bobby lashley being dominant as he's been as of late but it cedric and sean benjamin it fleshes it out it makes them matter it gave the two events them something to do it fleshes out and if anything it makes mvp look better than anybody because it makes him look like a real businessman you mm-hmm. know what i mean right your business business is booming look at all these people i got now i mean look he's still got lashley it, it's still gonna be fine but it's it's it was one of the most over things they've had in a while yeah it's like i don't i don't get vince's decision behind it like i don't get why he wanted to break them up or anything like that. It was good. It was generally a good thing. They were selling merch. They were great on the mic. They were great on TV. Everyone was looking for, everyone was so hyped when they, when they, when they, when they had the tag titles. Now that Bobby had the WWE championship, I, I just don't get why you break up something so good. The Hurt Business is the most entertained I've been from WWE, Raw or SmackDown in the past year. Agreed. Throughout the pandemic, the Hurt Business was the one thing that I could say every week. But you know what? They got the Hurt Business. Like when the Hurt Business first came about, I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. I mean, you're putting Ced- you're putting Shelton Benjamin with Bobby Lashley and MVP. And then Cedric's got it. I'm like, oh, this couldn't. I was like, this is. But boy, was I wrong. Because the Hurt Business was money. It was absolute money. But we're not it- supposed to like them. We weren't supposed to like Stone Cold either, but we still loved him. You're not supposed to like Roman Reigns, Mark. I love Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's and they're not gonna they're not gonna say, "Hey, Paul Heyman, stop being with Roman Reigns because people it's, like you." It's At different, point, though, happen, sure. like, but that won't I, be water. It's I, I get it. I get what you're saying. It's, that's like you're saying the best thing about the pandemic was this heel group that you're supposed to dislike. That's a problem. But I mean, that's your, that your, argument is fair. Your, um, your point, Roman, was probably my best thing about the pandemic. So yeah. Uh, I think the way to go, I thought the way they might've went is, uh, the past couple of weeks when Bobby's like, somebody step up, you know, what's the deal? I think, you know, Ricochet, who obviously had the history, he should have been like, Hey, you know, they obviously were recruiting him forever. He should have stepped up after Bobby won the title and been like, I was wrong. You, you guys are right. Can I, can I be in business? And then Ricochet turns heel and joins our business. That's what they should have done. Are they going to replace them or just. Get rid of the two. Like, no, oh. I can't imagine that. Well, no, they have because King Corbin is now uh, oh, gosh, working for Lashley. And MVP tweeted out in like all caps after Monday. He was like, I cannot stress this enough. Baron Corbin is not a member of the Hurt Business. <laughs> but whatever. So, Matt, you need to go off your, your statement with that whole ricochet, potential ricochet theory. And I, I remember I said it in the group chat a couple weeks ago when we were watching it. It was just like, when Bobby Lashley burst through the door, it was like, anyone who wants to do it, and it was all the jobbers, and it was like, damn, 
you hate to see Ricochet soon with all those jobs. Alberto Carrillo, yeah, Alberto Carrillo, Drew Gulak. It was the twenty four seven chase yeah. and Ricochet. <laughs> it was, it was, it was. It's real disappointing to see because you knew when Ricochet got called up, you're like, oh my god, here's a guy with so much talent, all this stuff. Don't matter. And now he's nothing. Speaking of guys with so much talent, we never we never discussed Andrade. Granted his release. What a guy. What a talent. They just and for a while it looked like they were gonna do something do right by him. Like last year, first raw after mania, Drew McIntyre comes out and who's his first feud with? Zelina Vega and Andrade. Mm-hmm. Two people who are now a year later not with the company. It now, was good. Yeah. That's what happens. Does Andrade go AEW? I think he's going to go to Mexico. He's going to go to Japan. He's going to do that first. And then who knows? There's a good chance uh, Zelina Vega, um, Taya Trinidad, there's a good chance she goes to Impact. She's got a long history with them. So maybe he follows her. Who knows? It would be good if I think if he went to uh, Impact over AEW, just because of the fact that, you know, Impact and AEW are doing this cross branding kind of thing. So like you know, you get good exposure for Impact if you know you get more superstars, at least known superstars, to go over there and be like, "Oh, Andrade's on Impact, cool, I'll go watch that." I think he leaves the U.S. before doing anything back in the states. But anyway, we'll move on with Mania. Uh, so with, do we all have Lashley? Yeah, big I have McIntyre. Oh, Mark, you have McIntyre. I have Drew winning. Yeah, I have I have Lashley if they open the event. Drew if they main event. Okay. Um, I, I have Bobby Lashley 1000%. Drew McIntyre is the first uh, first entrance of Mania. He opens the show. New Day defending the Raw Tag Titles against AJ Styles and the man whose name changes every week. Almost, Omos, Almost. Almost. Nobody says the name the same every week. I don't know wh- how you call him. I don't know what his name is. Uh, I got AJ and Amos. As do I. As do I. You can't. Wait. Yeah. No, Clint, gonna... I'll, I'll go. Okay. I'll go a couple of weeks ago, we saw the New Day win the titles again for what, the 13th time now they are? I think. Maybe 12. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So you knew that. Actually, I think it's 11. I think it's 11. 11. Yeah. So you figured that, you know, when, when AJ Styles and almost came out and basically just declared, hey, we're getting these tag titles, it's like, okay, they, the New Day is only the tag, t- the tag team champion, just so. Transitional. Exactly, transitional faces versus heels. You get the heels to win it at Mania. AJ with Omos has been fun. Yes. But to get to WrestleMania, and Mark, this is similar to your Seth Rollins point, to get to WrestleMania and have a room full of rioters being like, what are we doing with AJ Styles? Oh, we'll put him in the Raw tag match with Omos. I don't. I, I I see it, but I mean, it's a, the new day. The new day are established stars. No, it's I, AJ Styles. Is you talked about all these singles matches that might steal the show? If anybody, if there was any singles match you wanted to have that'll steal the show, AJ Styles should be in it. Yes, like AJ Styles should not be in a tag title match. You know, AJ Styles should be at least competing. For a, a intercontinental United States title, at least the title doesn't even need to be involved. Just for him to be in a high-profile angle, he's been pitching for years. He wants to have a match with Triple H. Um, I'd love to see that. Um, not on this card, obviously, but and and you know the other thing about AJ Styles being in this match, assuming they win, 
they can say AJ Styles is a Grand Slam champion. That yeah. used to that used to mean something. Now it's you know if you've been around for five six years, a semi main eventer, you're going to be a Grand Slam champion. I don't see the problem at all. I mean, at some point they had to introduce almost whatever his name is as a wrestler. I mean, what better way to do it at WrestleMania if he's terrible? AJ carries the match for him. Like, it's like, I, there's no problem with this at all for me, especially we talk all the time about how the tag team division isn't a real thing. These two have been together now, what, three, four months at least. Like, they are a team of sorts. They win the belts. It works. It's fine. That's I just, I don't, look, I, I've enjoyed the build. Like I said, I like AJ with Omos, but if it was up to me, I would just, I'd like to see AJ doing more. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Uh, like I guess, do we all have, AJ and Omos, right? Yep. That's how we're going. It's funny. We said his even we said his name all different times. Oh, I say Omos. I say Omos. I say the big guy next to AJ. That's and that you can't get wrong. Um, <laughs> the match that I am the least likely to sit through all weekend without leaving to go to the bathroom. Steel Cage. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon, the best in the world, just this, in case you forgot. This is your go-to-the-bathroom match. This is my go-to-the-bathroom match. I think this is everyone's. Next to probably when they announce the, the tag title, the women's tag titles up on the line. I, would, I am more likely to sit through the women's tag title match than I am to sit through this steel cage match. The only thing that, has, that it has going for it, it's only the second cage match in WrestleMania history. Really? First one was WrestleMania 2. All right, all right. Who was in it? It's not was it, was it was it King Kong Bundy and it was, it was Bundy and Hulk Hogan. It was Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah. Why, I was gonna why, put why, why does Clint know that? Why is that a big I was gonna put money on it that he didn't. I'm proud of him. You know why I know that? Oh, okay. The only reason I know that is because I listened to another wrestling podcast and they mentioned it last week on there. So, so you're a fraud is what you are. Big time fraud. But hey, not, not only not only are you a fraud, but you almost didn't even get it right. You were like, um, I think it was King Kong Bundy. I thought that was some inside joke that, it, that I wasn't a part of. Like, oh, Clem knows the WrestleMania 2 card. Go ahead and tell him. I was like, <laughs> okay. Clem's a big fan of 1980s wrestling. Uh, the new era. Chris okay. Quick. Um, Roger, the advocator, the fraud. That's it. New era was after that, actually. All right. So anyway, <laughs> I guess Braun wins. He'll throw Shane off the top of the cell, of the cage, and and then he'll go. Shane got these hands, and everybody will be like, "Oh wait, who cares?" <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. no story. The story is that Braun is like a brat. And he's just whines, he's like, I want to be in the Elimination Chamber. And Adam Pierce is like, well, you have to be a WWE champion, and you're not. I was a Universal champion. So that means that not only is he a brat, but he's also dumb. That's a fair claim. He's No, it's not. It is. Yeah. No, it's who's, not. Who's a Universal champion? It's Roman Reigns. He's the, mo- he's the biggest star in the company. It's the most important title. It's a fair claim. So what does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying, like... No, but the point of that Elimination Chamber match was former WWE champions. Listen, if I'm Braun Strowman and I see The Miz and Jeff Hardy getting a spot and not me, I'm pretty pissed, too. I'm going to be like... But you know why they got one? 
Jeff Hardy formerly held the WWE Championship. I don't love how I don't love how we got there either. I, I can care less about Braun versus Shane. And then but, he won a Kids Choice Award. He got slimed. But it's a fair. I understand, but I won the Universal Championship at WrestleMania against Bill Goldberg. I should be in this match. It's a fair play. And then he and then his run floundered all through SmackDown, and then he did the shtick with the Fiend, and it just got worse every week. That's anyway, none of this is the point. <laughs> I know. We're just. I just obviously don't like Braun Strowman. Uh, these segments with Shane McMahon have been some of the worst stuff they've. They put out some bad stuff on Raw. Shane just going on and on for four or five minutes, like seemingly forgetting his lines. Like, I think that they were just eating time. A couple of the people I have been watching, obviously, like in Shane's early years, but I've seen multiple people say this is the worst, like Shane has done, like on the mic, just like in terms of his character. Like, this is the worst Shane we've seen. They're like, hey, it looks pretty bad. I don't need to see Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, but when Shane is on TV, he's usually pretty good. Yes, agreed. This is going to be a train wreck. And not, and you know how I know it's going to be a train wreck? Because you're going to hear the train sounds when Braun does his high spot, the shoulder tackle. You know, I used to like that move, and now I hate it. Terrible. Uh, I got Braun. I have, I don't care. Because I'm going to be. I would love it if Shane won. I'd be the happiest little boy in school. Um. We talked about Cesaro and Rollins. Two matches left on night one. Bad Bunny versus The Miz. I haven't terribly been upset with Bad Bunny as much as I thought I would. Again, this is another I don't care match. I don't really care either. Um, I think the reason I'm less upset about it is because Damian Priest has looked good. Wait, this is just Bad Bunny? It's just a singles match, yeah. Presumably with Damian Priest and John Morrison in their respective corners. Again, I'm not. A, I don't. I care less. But you know, Bad Bunny's gonna win. You're not gonna have Bad Bunny come over. <laughs> but my issue would be if Bad Bunny just wins clean, he beats the Miz. It's gotta be like Damian Priest hits his finish, yeah. and then like if it was a tag match, Damian Priest hits his finish, tags in Bad Bunny, and then he hits a splash, and then he pins the Miz after Priest's finish and a splash. Sure, absolutely. Uh, either I think that'll probably be how the match ends. Morrison will try to get the ref distracted. Miz will try to hit somebody with a chair, and then Priest will hit his finish, and then uh, Bad Bunny will do whatever sort of finisher he's gonna do. Like I said, probably just a cross body or something. He beats the Miz. I uh, cannot care less at all. You know, we won a Grammy. Yeah. Did you also know that he's the most streamed person on Spotify? I have heard that once or twice. Did you know those things? You know? I haven't fact-checked them, so unless they're lying to me. Did you know I don't care about Bad Bunny? I, I don't really care either. Uh-huh. Let me win. He also hosted SNL. I feel like these have all been locks, too, with the exception of, like, Lashley probably wins, but I'm going to take Drew. I think that's, like, somewhat of a either way. Like The other three we've said so far are locks. <laughs> well, the main event, uh, well, what I'm guessing is going to be the main event of night one. I really don't know which way they're going to go. And are that's Sasha Banks up? versus... Okay. What do you got, Mark? No, I said, are we up to the main event on the yeah. card? And, right. And that's... I was doing a segue. Okay. And that's Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. The build am, hasn't uh, been great. Because, the build's been terrible. Reginald's because they Reginald. got 
thrown into the Reginald tag titles, frenemies shtick. And that's what the women's division has been the past three months. It's been around Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler who don't like each other, but they're partners and they work together and they're bullies and whoever's supposed to be in the main event, they team to face them. It happened with Charlotte and Asuka. It was supposed to happen with Lana. It happened with this tonight, Asuka and Rhea Ripley are facing Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. The whole women's division has been booked horribly. The, the storytelling is just so lazy. It's just the same story over and over again that we don't care about, where it's that the term is, can they coexist? It's what Cole loves to yell. It's what they all love to yell. Yeah. It's like, and it, it, like you said, like they've already done it with Rhea and Asuka, which the feud started one week ago, and they already introduced like, And they introduced how, it immediately. It's one of these things where I'm like, how did no one step into that in that writing room and be like, yo, we just did this with the other main event for the women. Like, we should not do the exact same storyline right now. Like, yeah, like, not only is it the exact same storyline, but it's against the same people. It, it's <laughs> because like, Nia Jax is on every show. It's mind-boggling, truthfully, how this got, like, greenlit. And, like, yeah, I mean, we're kind of segueing to the other match. Should we talk about Sasha and Bianca? Uh, yeah, so for Sasha and Bianca, I think that this, ma- this match would be great. The two of them are very, very good, obviously. I think the match, the story, rather, struggled because of the length of time between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And we see yeah. that a lot. Yeah, always. The Royal Rumble winner, it's like, all right, I'll wrestle you. But we have six weeks of story to fill. But yeah, like since and especially because like Bianca really didn't come out right away and say like, oh, I'm fighting Sasha. It took what, like a, a month for her to come out and say so. And then um, after two weeks, no, before Fastlane, um, I would say, was, yeah. there another, was there two shows in between the Rumble and Mania? There was Fastlane. Was there something else? Elimination she, was, she was on the Elimination one Chamber. Or... Yeah. After Elimination Chamber, she did it. She's just yeah, so, raw with Asuka. Like, everyone knew it wasn't happening. Though. Yeah, like, the storyline was like, oh, yeah, Sasha, I'm going to fight you at WrestleMania. But let's try and be best friends and win these tag titles first. So, like, there was no... Because let's see if we can coexist. Yeah, like, there, there was no feud, really. Like, there, there really wasn't like a, oh, hey, I hate you, and you hate It me. was be- because, like I said, it's let's wrestle in seven weeks. All right, well, what are we going to do until then? We'll figure it out on the fly. And that they did. Um, as for the match, I would love to see Bianca Belair win the title. Agreed. I am uh, I'm taking Sasha to retain. I think, I, I think that's more likely. I think for Sasha, obviously the whole statement with her is she can't really hold the title for a real run. She's had the belt for a decent amount of time, but her only defense has been Carmella. And that's not a very big win for the ledger that's not a very good title run and i think she is like i think she's taking that leap like obviously they, they always talk about like the mandalorian like the stuff she's been doing she was like a nascar thing i feel like she's taking it that mainstream type of leap where i think she wins and i think they don't know what to do with bianca after and it's gonna be a mess but they don't know either so they'll figure that that's, out on the floor. and that's what i'm nervous about that's why i would rather bianca win the title and like I'm saying, if that if that is the case that like you know Sasha's gonna be doing this mainstream kind of stuff, then this is a perfect opportunity to rebuild the women's division. You know, you bring you already have Rhea. You, we think Io is gonna come up. 
and then you build up the other superstars that you have on, on there, like Mandy. If you want to put Sonya back into the picture, throw Sonya in there. Nikki Cross or Lacey Evans. Right. List Lacey Evans if she wasn't pregnant, you know, like shit like that. Or Peyton Royce. To an, to so an, what's what's interesting is I was going to bring this up after we finished the whole WrestleMania card night one and night two. The notable names that we usually see at WrestleMania that are not on the list. I brought, I put three men and three women. The men we'll talk about later, but the three women who are not on this card for one reason or another, Bailey, who could be, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. Charlotte and Becky Lynch, though. That's the, we understand why they're not there. So, right, but my point is that you're talking about well, this is the opportunity to do something with the women's division. You have this story, and you brought up all those people, and it's relatively deep, plus those are the three biggest names mm-hmm. and they're not on this show. I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I'm confident that Charlotte joins the Oscar and Rhea match either tonight or at mania. A lot of people are still, that's the rumor I keep hearing. It's, it's a possibility. I would see. I'm hoping it, she doesn't. I think it will, I'm hoping she doesn't and I'll leave it at that. And we'll get to that match when we get to it. As for, this match, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. I want it to be Bianca, but I think the odds say Sasha Banks. See, but then, like, if you, you have Bianca lose. I, then, I don't, right. I, That's what we just said before. I agree. What for her? Like, at least with Sasha, you can put her in storylines, you know? With Bianca, it's like. You can try to coexist with another tag team partner. Maybe they'll run back her and Bailey, which I can't believe never happened at WrestleMania. That I'm annoyed about, but whatever. But yeah, give me Bianca for the win. All right. Um, before we move on tonight to the one match that I'm sure will get booked tonight on Monday is a women's tag title match, uh, probably multi-team. You have Shayna and Nia Jax. You figure it'll be against Naomi and Lana, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Tamina and Natalia on SmackDown have been doing stuff. I bet the Riot Squad gets in. It'll just be a total free-for-all. Whoever's in it doesn't matter. What does matter is that the winner will be Lana and Naomi. That, give me, I'll take 600 for things I don't care about again. No, I'm just – I figured we should talk about it. but not, I figured we should mention it. Uh, I expect Lana to be a tag team champion by the end. I, of the weekend. I think there's a world where Tamina and Natalia win this match. I'm, no, they're like a thing now, and they beat Shayna Baszler the other day. Like, I, and they have the legacy. I can see it. Like, hey, I like Tamina. Natalia, I, 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 I mean, I'm with you. I just, but I, I, I do like Tamina. Well, run, run it back real quick because listen to the names we have in this tag division. It's Shayna and Naya. Okay, fine. Tamina and Natalia, Mandy and Dana Brooke, and Lana and Naomi. It's teams that don't make any sense. Man, Mandy and Dana could win too. Maybe the Iconics return. Like they, they can do. Like no one cares. That's right. I, it's whatever. Um, I expect Lana to be champion. That's the end of my story. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Clem, if you want to finish? Yeah, I'm going to just throw up everywhere when this happens. You know what? I'm going, to take, I'm going to take the Iconics to return as a tag team and win this match. I'll take that too. Yeah, give me that. That I would enjoy. Um, we'll move on tonight to United States Championship, Little versus Sheamus. Um, 
Riddle forgetting his line the other night and just saying, oh, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. That and then so they left it in. Awesome. Um, I feel like this is the show to the spot to showcase Riddle, get him a win over Sheamus, who's a household name, former world champion. Um, but I'm not 100% certain. I'm not 100% locked in on Riddle. I feel like it's a possibility that Sheamus wins the U.S. title. I think it's a big possibility Sheamus wins. Like, because as much as I like Matt Riddle in the ring, his mic skills, I mean, not his mic skills, his lines that he's been delivering. I know they're they're being force fed through the script, but they've been god awful. He's been great. I think he's been very good. I don't like it, man. I really- um, and I like the idea of Vince watching that and thinking it's funny. Um, I think Riddle more than likely will win this match. Um, I have Riddle retaining. This is like one of my bigger problems, though, that I've already mentioned earlier in the card. Like, why is this a singles match with Sheamus? Like, we've seen this match, this one-on-one match, at least four or five times. Like, I'm, I'm serious. On Raw, like, the build-up yeah. to a Survivor Series, they're feuding with each other. Like, we've seen this match. And, like, it's great. They're both really good. It's going to be a great match. That's not the point. Just like Cesaro and Seth. Just like Kevin Owens and Sammy are a little different. But, like, there's, like, nine singles matches. I know it's going to be a great match. But, like, can we do something different? Well, it's like it's like Fastlane. Fastlane was literally just an extended ver- an extended night of Raw. Like that's Fastlane all- was horrendous. Exactly. Like a lot, but that's what some of these matches are now. Like especially with Matt Riddle and uh, Sheamus, it's like we've seen this before. It's not. Yeah, sure, it'll be a great match, but it's not that exciting. It's like, oh, okay, cool. They'll be good. It'll be a good match, but how many times can at a WrestleMania can we say, oh yeah, that match was good, but didn't mean much yeah like i can't see myself caring at all when riddle beats him there's no stakes the the fact that it's a championship match that doesn't fit like there's no feud the feud is all right well it's the it's a u.s title match that can't be the reason to have the match like i'm gonna go into this match hoping it's like eight minutes i'm gonna hope it's like all right just just get to the end it's the truth it's the truth of the situation where shame if you if you put in Ricochet and Ali or like just two other guys, it could be a fun watch, but I'm just not going to care. That's not a bad point. Um, let's move on. Uh, Biggie and Apollo Cruz, the IC title, in a Nigerian drum match. I didn't hear the Nigerian yeah. drum. <laughs> um, so here's my thing with the Apollo gimmick. I love it. Come on. I think it's great. Nigerian drum match. My only complaint is that we have known Apollo Crews for five years. We know that he is from Georgia. We know that he does not have that Nigerian accent. What? He doesn't need to. You haven't seen him, have you? You're really He's cutting promos done. with this accent. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, we know, but we've known him for years to not have that accent. It's like you telling me that Santa Claus isn't real right now. It's very similar. Um, but again, I, the gimmick is great. I really like it. But he doesn't need to have the accents. <laughs> that being said, give me Apollo to win the IC title. I feel like you have to have Apollo. Was this, this his third title? His third IC title shot now? In, Something like that. I feel like you got to give it to him now. I mean, because he's got Nigerian blood. No, that's not the reason why. But... <laughs> I mean, you just got to give it to him. It's going to be I, – I like Apollo. I always thought he was great in the ring. I'm not a big fan of this gimmick, but give Apollo the title, even though I love Biggie with the title. I like the gimmick. Yeah. Drop the accent. 
I mean, he has to win, like you guys said. I think he's beat him like seven times. Like what? He he, he got repackaged. He's a new character now. Like he has to win. And I think Biggie has a higher ceiling in terms of he should probably be like a main event guy. I think that's that's the way they're gonna go. Uh, four matches left. I was gonna say, has anyone ever been repackaged mid feud before like that? Uh, yeah, the fiend right now. <laughs> now he. Now he's now he's Kane. Oh, stop it! Uh, and we'll get to that. I have I actually have one match now, and then we'll get to that. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I, I, I finally it's happening at WrestleMania. Uh, I wanted it to happen at WrestleMania five years ago, mm-hmm. but we're getting it now. I hope it's not a joke. I hope they give them time and they let them wrestle, they're going to go out there and kill each other. They've been doing it for 15-plus years together. Uh, the Logan Paul shtick, um, I liked it more than I thought I would, probably just because I like Sami Zayn. He's obviously my favorite wrestler. Um, and the documentary trailer, hilarious. It's so good. The fact that he's airing, like he's showing spots of him visibly cheating and saying that, you know, obviously there's a conspiracy against Sami Zayn. I love it. He needs to beat Kevin Owens. I don't think he's going to, but he, I think he needs to be. I feel like whoever takes the loss here, it's, they're not being buried, but it's just like, come on. Like, cause I feel like n- neither guy has had a significant win in a long time. Like, I know we always say like, we can always throw Kevin Owens into a match cause he's that good. But it's like, when has he has really had like a, a significant win against anyone? Like, and same thing with Sami Zayn. Like, Sami Zayn, yeah, you could throw him against anyone and it'll be a fantastic match. But when has he had a significant win either? You know, and I, I agree. And I think the difference here is that if Kevin Owens loses, it's like, like he just lost three matches against uh, Roman. Yeah. Kevin Owens loses, it's like, yeah, you know, Kevin Owens lost again. But if, in two months, he's all of a sudden the challenger for, for argument's sake, let's say Edge is universal champion, and then it's Kevin Owens versus Edge. It's like, oh, okay. If yeah. Sami Zayn loses, it's like, well, this guy's a joke. Yeah. So that's why I think Sami Zayn should win the match. But I expect Kevin Owens to win it. You expect- was, uh, I didn't see Friday. How was Logan Paul on Friday? Uh, he didn't say much. They had like a – it was like a sit-down talk show type deal. He didn't really talk. It was like a, it was like a red carpet thing. Actually, I had the chairs. Sammy was wearing this ridiculous suit. <laughs> he talked about the conspiracies, and Logan Paul was like, "Yeah, man, totally." <laughs> and then he showed the trailer, and Logan Paul was like, "Dude, this is crazy." And then Kevin Owens came out and gave Sammy Zayn a stunner, and that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> it was it, it was tame. Uh, he didn't do much. Uh, just give Sami Zayn the win, please. I'm begging you. Logan Paul gonna get involved at Mania. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna be there. He kind of has to, right? He's, he's gonna be there. Kevin Owens will win, and then Sami Zayn. But the one argument for Kevin Owens to win, Sami Zayn can say, "Oh, it's the conspiracy." You know, I'm getting cheated out of these victories. That'll keep that going. Um, three matches to go: Randy Orton versus The Fiend. I hate your match. It's your favorite match now. This is just miserable. Um, And for months, I figured, all right, well, it's going to be a Firefly Funhouse match, similar to what they did with Cena. 
again, don't believe everything you hear on the internet, but I read the other day that the plan is for him to just totally squash Randy Orton in a regular match. I told you guys a month ago that I was very invested into the storyline. I loved everything about it. And uh, Matt, uh, there's, there's many times I am wrong. This is one of those times. You're right. Um, it, t- <laughs> it, uh, it takes a big man to admit that. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's me and that when Clem turns on this story. Clem was this I, sucks. I think I was the middle guy. I, I think Matt hated it from the get go. I was like, this is interesting. Let's see where it goes. And Clem was all about it. And now we're all just like, this is bad. Like that. Like when You're miserable. Like I like I still like Alexa has been great throughout this whole thing. Like she's been doing. It, she doesn't bring anything to the table. She's been good, yeah. But why is she there? Exactly. Like you don't really need her now that the fiend is even back. Like. Because what's she going to do now? Is she just going to be under the Fiend's spell for the rest of this time? Like, she's uh, doing her own thing. Like. But you know what's going to happen? He's going to squash Randy Orton. That story will end. Orton, I guess, will go away for a little bit. But then it's like, what idiot is going to be like, I want to wrestle the Fiend? What do you do next with him? He's going to show up all of a sudden. Like, it's like He's not going to go for the title. He's not going to wrestle Bobby Lashley. God forbid. But, like, what, is he going to show up one night and then the lights will go out after, you know, an Xavier Woods match? And then he'll be like, oh, you know, I gave Xavier Woods sister Abby. Like, it's, it's just the first person to get to my head. But, like, realistically, what does he do after this? That's a fair point and a legitimate concern. Um, no, the, the path they led them both down where it's like maybe he helps out Alexa for the women's title type of situation. I, I don't know. I'd almost prefer that. I think that's a better shot. I, obviously, Rhea Ripley kind of threw over Alexa when she was like turning evil, so maybe that's a thing. It would be. It's going to be like you know interesting to see what they do, but I'll have you know to no investment in what the fiend actually does after Mania. Who? Well, because anybody who he wrote, like what idiot wants to get involved with that? You know what? I bet he wrestles Drew McIntyre. Yo, what idiot? That, he's gonna wrestle Drew McIntyre. That's the story. Drew is gonna uh, lose Bob Lashley, and there's your because what is Drew McIntyre gonna do after Lashley? If Drew McIntyre is out of the title picture, where does he go? That's your story, and I hate that. I can see it. Can see and that. then, and I, you know what? And I bet because Drew McIntyre is super overpowered, he's the one who beats the Fiends, and then the Fiend goes away. Drew McIntyre can be—he'll slay the Fiend because he has a sword. The Fiend was so good. I just booked you to SummerSlam. The Fiend was so good at first. It can't—I can't believe this is where it's come. They, it, it, the problem was that how much could you? There wasn't enough you could do with it. Eventually, it would get old. Goldberg beat him though. Remember that? <laughs> uh, went downhill, honestly. Yeah, um, I ha- but then, no, the Firefly Funhouse was great, and I've been shitting on it the whole time, but I figured at least we'll get a Firefly Funhouse match with Orton, and that'll be fun. But if we don't get that, like, that would at least salvage it for me. If we don't get that, what was the point? I don't think it's a – I can't see Randy at WrestleMania getting squashed. Like, My I, prediction I, is a two-minute match, and Bray Wyatt beats Randy Orton. I'll say – I'll give the over at three minutes – just because of the fact there'll be a minute stare down. And they'll do like the fire and they'll do everything. And you also you gotta remember there's fans there, so they can't really pre-record this stuff. So they can't do so much magic type nonsense. Well, um 
but they'll do the fire, they'll do all the stuff, they'll do the coughing up the black goo, and then Bray Wyatt will just hit Sister Abigail and be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll probably get like uh, RKO from Randy. He'll kick out at one, and then I would if Randy Orton won. I think that would be so funny. Um, he's not win. He's, of course, he's not going to win. No, because <laughs> this is the same thing that happened last year. It's Bray Wyatt getting back all of his wins. He should have beat Randy Orton four years ago, and he didn't. He should have beaten John Cena at WrestleMania 30, and he was able to get that back last year. He's getting his win back. So does this mean? That's all it is. So does this mean we'll have him face Roman at some point? Then, if that's the case, um, is Roman technically beat him and Braun in the? Well, no, but that was the Fiend. So I think the point is that like all the shit he had to deal with when he was with the Wyatt family and like all the times he deserved better. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, yeah. I, he, also, he also had the thing with Roman, like anyone but you, when he pushed him off the ladder and he was going to win the beer, the briefcase. Like, so I, I guess they already did their whole thing. I'm sure Roman went over in that feud. I don't remember, but you got to assume Roman probably went I, over. I'm sure he went over. Um, my guess is Randy Orton loses in two minutes and then we get the Fiend versus Drew McIntyre and McIntyre maybe to SummerSlam and then McIntyre slays the Fiend. With a sword. Of course, obviously. A flaming sword. What? A flaming sword. Um, How do you kill fire? With fight fire with fire. Um, (laughs) Two matches left. Asuka, Rhea Ripley. Uh, For the love of God, Rhea Ripley needs to win this match. I'm very excited for the match. I love Asuka, but Rhea Ripley needs to win the match. She's going to win, I'm sure. I think it's definitely time. I think Asuka... This title run she's been on has been long overdue to end, and uh, Rhea Ripley seems like the right person to end it. And we talked about Charlotte a little bit before. I would hope that they don't put Charlotte, excuse me, they don't put Charlotte in the match. At some point, Rhea Ripley needs to beat Charlotte. She needs to get her win back. Charlotte's going to be in the match, but she won't be involved in the ending. Yeah, because if Charlotte, because I can't imagine Asuka is the one who doesn't get pinned because. Asuka's pinned. Asuka needs to be beaten. You know what I mean? She needs to be out of the picture. Uh, the best way to go is a one-on-one match. But again, Mark, like you've said, how many singles matches are you going to have? Yeah. My Here's a question for you guys. I mean, but you also don't want to have two triple threat matches on the same night. Look, this wouldn't be a phenomenal forum episode without me talking about Ronda. Yes, Ronda. Exactly. That's going to be my question. Her contract is up on Sunday. I don't care, dude. <laughs> Back That's my answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's fine. I heard worse. So, I mean, but do you think she comes back at all or? No. Mark? I think You're saying never again, Matt? Oh, I thought the question was at WrestleMania. No, it was, do you think she comes back? It was the same thing. WrestleMania slash ever again. I don't I, think she's there Sunday, but I think she's back. I think there's a possibility that we get Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey at this year's SummerSlam. I still think we get a year and a half of without Becky. I mean, she doesn't give a damn about her bad reputation. Becky's gonna be, but um, Becky's gonna be back sooner rather than later. You think? Is that a rumor? Or... What four months ago? That is that a Matt Matt Wine? That's just me spitballing. I am. I'm sticking to she'll be on the Raw after Mania. Um, this Mania? I'm sticking to she'll be on the Raw one week from today. <laughs> she'll be back. That'd be awesome. She'll be back. I think. That was my take. I'm sticking to it. I think Becky Lynch will be wrestling at SummerSlam. 
I'll say I, she I could I, come back before that. Maybe she doesn't come back until then, but she will have a match at SummerSlam. I I'm saying not this SummerSlam, but next year's SummerSlam. Or next year's WrestleMania, one of the two. All right. Um but for Oscar and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Uh Mark, did you um Mark said Rhea Ripley. I said Rhea Ripley. Clem, did you say anything? I also said Rhea Ripley and I agree for the same reasons that you guys said. Nice. And your main event. For weeks, I was very, uh, very annoyed, very, I can't think of the word, indifferent about the main event of Roman Reigns versus Edge. But they put Daniel Bryan in the mix. They made it a triple threat match, and now I'm invested. And I could see all three of these men walking away with the title. And I really don't know who's going to win. I feel like it's going to be Edge. But I also agree to your extent that, yeah, any one of these guys could win the title because the the promos leading up to this match have been very good. This is the first time in a long time where I looked at the match and I was like, I have no idea what direction they plan on going with this. That's fun. That's a, that's a really good thing. Um, it feels like DB's probably not going to win. I, I think it's between Edge and Roman, in my opinion. I think... It's between Roman and Daniel Bryan. Because I heard, again, don't believe everything you read on the internet. The word is that officials in the WWE are saying that Edge looks older and older every day. That's how age works. That's how life works, you know. And obviously now he's kind of, he kind of turned heel, which is better for this story. Um, I don't know. I want Daniel Bryan to win the match. I don't, I, I feel like Roman has to hold on to it, but if he doesn't drop it now, I can't see him dropping it until SummerSlam. And what the hell do you do then until then? Like he's not just going to drop it at, you know, extreme rules or payback. Roman is going to drop the title. He's going to drop it at Mania. He's going to drop it at SummerSlam. You know what I mean? I, I can see – I don't see Daniel winning it just because of the fact that, you know, the rumor is that, like, this is his last hurrah, like – And because it's a, like, his last hurrah, give him a couple months of a title reign. Daniel Bryan's winning the match. That's me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Edge still, but I wouldn't be opposed if Roman retained. I'm going to say Roman, so all three of us have a different answer. Uh, listen – my gut is saying Edge. My heart is saying Roman. I'm going to go with Roman. I would like it to be Daniel Bryan. I think it will be Daniel Bryan. I know it's a far out choice. Um, make it happen. There's no surprise here for me, though. Any of these three men walk away. I'm not stunned. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's absolutely. I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I'm stunned and I'm not gonna be mad either way you know whoever went whoever walks away with the title i'm gonna be like okay this is gonna be so that's wrestlemania um previously i had mentioned the uh the list of notable people off the card Uh, i mentioned the three women becky charlotte and bailey the three men john cena the undertaker and Brock Lesnar. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I know I had said it 
maybe when they did Raw Reunion a couple months ago, that they have hung on for dear life to all of these Attitude Era guys, older generation people. And in doing that, they didn't really let anybody outside of obviously Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, like Seth Rollins, you could throw in you. They didn't let anybody else reach the pinnacle because in 20 years, when these people aren't coming back anymore, you are, if you're having a role, like who's your big surprise? Right. You know, Oh my God, it's, I can't even, th- I was trying to think of like a joke, like, Oh my God, it's Sami Zayn. It's like, yeah. Like, and- as much as I love Sheamus. Oh my God, it's Sheamus. Like, that doesn't have the same ring to it 20 years from now as five years ago saying it's the rock, you know? Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Are you, guys, are you guys convinced that Cena's not going to be there in any capacity? Um, I think there's a good chance he'll be there in some capacity. Um, but if does he does like a backstage or whatever. Like, I like when he does like these little like, you know, skit. Like when he came out at 35 as – the doctor of thugonomics against Elias, like that was perfect. Like if we can get something like that from John Cena again, I'm not saying doctor of thugonomics, but like a quick, like five second, whatever with whoever I'm fine with that. Yeah. But it's better. It's it's better. I want to see John Cena. Of course I do. It's better long-term if he's not there. Also, it's the first thing they're airing exclusively on Peacock. NBC, you could be like, get him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yep. And even when, like, a couple months ago, when they were doing like the pre- when they announced the the future sites for the next two WrestleManias, who was the chorus? Who was the guy on there? Right. Cena's he's a company guy for life. Um, as for Brock Lesnar, I think we're going to see him soon. Now that fans are coming back, um, and I really think that this is the year I'm going to get my wish. I think we're going to get Brock versus Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. That's what everyone keeps saying. I think if they I said had, it first, Slim. I'm not denying you. Matt's been on Matt's been on this for as long as I've known him. So you can listen. Way. You can listen to the last two, definitely, maybe three year-end phenomenal forums. When at the end I say, "All right, what are you guys looking forward to in the new year?" And then I say, "Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley." Yeah, you've been saying this since Bobby came back. Since he came back. Listen. He came back after Mania 2018 was 34. He came back right after Mania 34, and they were like, yeah, that's why he came back, because they're going to get the Lashley, the Lesnar match, and they never did it. Matt, yeah. why isn't he fighting Lashley on Sunday? Because he's wrestling Drew McIntyre. Well, you're, you just said you think he's going to come back soon, and they're going to have this match. Why isn't it now? Because the the story wasn't there yet, because Lashley... The story, all it takes is Bronx music. No, of, of, course, of course not, but McIntyre was still in the picture, and McIntyre deserves the spot at Mania this year because of what we talked about, what he had carried the company on his back for a year. The way they built the story where McIntyre dropped the title because of the cash-in and Bobby Lashley beat him up, it protected McIntyre, it gives Lashley the title, and now you have the match you want to see moving on because like i said what does drew mcintyre do after mania if he's out of the title picture what does lashley do if he retains who's next give me lesnar at summerslam it's gotta happen 
I could feel like, you know, Brock comes back the, the on the Raw after Mania, you know. Usually we get a couple of surprises on the Raw after Mania. It's very possible that Brock could be one of those. The ne- If Lashley wins, assuming he wins, I feel like he'll probably rest defend against, like, Braun at the next pay-per-view. Or just somebody stupid. But a placeholder yeah. to get to Brock at SummerSlam. It's the same thing we talked about Bianca and Sasha. I won the Royal Rumble. I'm going to wrestle you in seven weeks. What are we going to do until then? You know, no, you, could even, you could even have you could even have Brock Lesnar come out the day after Mania, and with or without Paul Heyman, because I don't obviously you don't know what the deal is with him and Roman, but you just be like whether it's Brock talking, which I doubt, or if it's Paul Heyman being like, look, we want Bob, we want the title back. You're the one with the title but we're not doing it at we're not doing it here. We're not doing it wherever we're doing it where the big money is. We're doing it at SummerSlam. We'll be at SummerSlam Brock. Uh, uh, we'll be at SummerSlam Bobby Lashley. Will you, you know, like, and then you have, and then you have four months of can Bobby Lashley, you know, can he make his way to SummerSlam? Can he get the match he wants and MVP and Paul Heyman, back and forth on the microphone, selling this match is money. Make it happen. Agreed. Yes. But, like, what, what would that mean for, like, does that mean, like, Paul Heyman's got, like, just a... Well, that's the wrench. I don't know what they would do. Um, I think it's possible that, like, the way to do that, maybe if, like, at WrestleMania, in the middle of the match, like, Paul Heyman tries to do something and, like, give Roman a chair or something... Or something weird, and Roman just spears Paul Heyman quick, just so it's like, oh, he's done. Excuse me, you know, Roman and Paul Heyman are splitsville, and then the next night, out comes Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar. They figure out something. They're they're pretty creative. That's what. That's just my head. God bless you, Matt. I was muted. How'd you know I sneezed? Had a genius. That's that's you. You know, when I think Chris Clem, I think genius. Um, that's what I got for WrestleMania. I'm very excited. Um, I wrote down at the very beginning when we were talking about AEW, but I forgot to talk about it. Shout out to Paul White. No more BS. Shout out to one of my all-time favorites, Christian Cage, the instant classic, two newest signings to AEW. Um, obviously, today, we're not going to talk about AEW. <clears throat> we're big into WrestleMania. Uh, very, very soon, though. Whenever we're back, we will be talking about AEW because it's my favorite television show on currently running, wrestling-wise. Probably not wrestling-wise, probably in general. It has been very good watching what AEW has been putting out for the past few months. You know, and that they, they technically won the Wednesday Night Wars now. It's Wednesday nights are going to be, you know, endless. They are probably, they were probably already full steam ahead trying to beat them in the ratings. And now I can guarantee you they're going to just try and beat them overall finally everybody can relax a little bit just book your show nxt book your tuesday night aw book your wednesday night it's it's good for everybody yeah impact i think is moving to friday no it's thursday oh yeah that's true because then it'd be you are literally getting wrestling every single day it's you know it ain't bad i'm not tuning into impact every week but it ain't bad um, all right, so that's what I got. Uh, any last-minute thoughts, surprises for WrestleMania, night after WrestleMania? The Iconics were my big surprise. I had the Iconics reuniting. Um, 
I, Ronda maybe showing up. I I don't know. Ronda, I don't know how and what capacity, but I I'm still holding out that Ronda shows up at some point. Uh, I'll stick Mark. I'll stick with Becky Monday after. I don't know if it makes sense though. It probably doesn't, but it's what I said initially. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna like bail on it, you know. Right, right, because I think if Charlotte's not in the match, if she's not at Mania and Rhea wins, Charlotte's the first one out. Okay. So Charlotte's the return, even though you know we saw her a couple weeks ago. Whatever it is. Um. Yeah, I guess that's all I have. WrestleMania 37 coming up this weekend. Raw tonight. Obviously, some things might change. Some things might get added. But we uh, will definitely be back next week to break down Mania. So until then, enjoy uh, enjoy Mania. Enjoy the week. I'm Matt Weinstein for Mark Sanger for Chris Klim. Thank you for listening. This has been, once again, the Phenomenal Forum.